welcome back to the Latecomers. I'm Amity. I'm Manuel. And this week, we were stuck between a rock and a vampiric place. Oh no. Uh, I agree. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, that I would be bad. You. I love you. So we are going to talk about episode six of Chapel Wait, entitled "The Offer." Before we get there, how was your week? I've been thinking. You've been thinking. I need a lumbar support animal. I think. You need a sneak to strap her under waist? I, I think I need something where I can lean back in my chair and it'll just sort of keep me warm and contented. I think you might might need um one of those things that they use for people who lift. Those yeah, belts. What's wrong with my idea? Well, Wouldn't what you animal? Like a fluffy animal. What kind fluffy? of fluffy animal? I don't know, like a dog. Like a chinchilla? A scruffy dog that scruffy just sort of sits dog. there and gives you lumber support. Are we going to get those scruffy dogs? I'm hoping that we can get a scruffy dog. I would like a scruffy dog, please. And that but way, it has to be small. Well, it has to be small because I, my because back you're isn't quite that Because you're going to plug it into your back. Yes, I do. It's important. How was your week? It was good. <laughs> you're out of town, so we're doing this in a weird order. Mm-hmm. It's a secret. I'm going to also be out of town Soon, yes. it's a whole situation. It's December, and we have friends. We have social lives. It's not just about the audience. All you people out there, all of you, who need, who, need, who are composed so mostly of our friends. Oh yes, <laughs> I shouldn't I shouldn't denigrate our audience. These are the same people that we will probably be visiting. Yes, I think so. Correct. <laughs> yes, it's a true. I didn't mean it. So this week, Uh let's talk about the offer. Hey, guys, I didn't do my homework again. We're not talking about Jerusalem's Law yet. Okay? Okay. Don't get mad. (laughs) Let's just move on. (laughs) I really have a lot of senioritis in the month of December. Uh Between Thanksgiving and New Year's, I don't think anybody should do anything. That's just my my opinion. There's a lot of stuff to deal with and a lot of emotional baggage and people that you don't want to see anymore. Exactly, which is why I don't think anyone should have to work. Yep. <laughs> I feel like now is when everybody should get to go to the doctor, go to the dentist, go to the psychiatrist, <laughs> get their flu shot and their b- vaccine booster. I'm scheduled to do mine tomorrow, and I'm very excited about it. Speaking of which, hey, guess what? Oh, uh, I need you need my card. <laughs> yep. You need a card number. You need a photograph of my card. We can share that on the website, too. Yes, case, go ahead. Yes. And we'll, we'll upload a picture of your Kaiser card to right. the website. Uh, so uh, that means that I am doing a lot of things in very short chunks, and none of those things involve me sitting down and listening to a narrative for an hour and a half yet. Yeah. Maybe I can download it. If I can download the thing, mm-hmm. I can listen to it on a drive. That would probably be the best. I listened to it while I was at work, and I'm supposed to be dispatching. However, I discovered between phone calls I can get a lot done. That's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, I can't listen. I have trouble following narrative that's being read aloud to me um, if if I'm doing anything else. So I can listen to any nonfiction podcast of dudes or ladies or dudes and ladies just chatting to each other Mm -hmm. while doing any manner of work. But if there's a narrative through line, I need to be focused on that thing. Well, this that's just how my my brain digests stuff. So I have not had the time to do it. But I, it is a goal. I ask goal. Okay. But I would like if I can get a download. The other problem is it's on YouTube, and I can't stream to my car right. from YouTube. But if I can download it. And then listen to it on the drive. Mm. I I will do that. So I'm going to look. I will. If anybody knows how to do that, it's too late. (laughs) By the time this comes out, it's going to be too late. That's probably not true. That's not true. If you are listening to this, (laughs) the day it drops, and you can tell me how to do it, do that. But I don't have high hopes. All right. The offer. What is it? Who made it? It's not good. Why? It's a limited time offer. Y'all, we're coming in today, and it is a sad, it is a sad, because Loa is deceased, mostly sort of. Dead. She's most, she is mostly dead. mostly dead. Charles brings her to the house and carries her into the, it, upstairs and into her room, uh-huh. and does have to break the news to the three people who are there, those oh, being... Oh, they, they kind of get the idea. Yeah. The daughters, 
the uh, honor and tame and also rebecca is at the house boo yeah boo and uh he's like she has passed away and they are distraught and horrified and rebecca apologizes explains what had happened, leaves out the part about how she's writing a story about them and the kids were pissed at her. Uh, that does come back up, though. She's right. not. I don't know that she's hiding it as much as this is not a time to be self-indulgent yes, with information. Go, oh, by the way, I did this. Go right. on with your grief. Yes, yeah. Like, we'll get to it, but right now, what no you need way. to know yeah. is I went to check on them. Loa was gone. We rode here immediately. They weren't here. There's no good way to break that information. No. No, there isn't. And and I'm glad... Yeah, It's weird because you're like, well, she didn't tell him, so she's hiding it. Well, that's not true. Right. But when somebody's in a state of grief and dealing with something devastating, the way that Charles Boone is de- dealing with right. right now, you need... And, and you have important information to partake... To, to, or to, to get across, you need to first take into account what they need to know. Well, they, and then you right. can offload what you need to tell them because it's not be about you right about now. About you, right? Yeah. Exactly. It, it's not. It, she can't take this moment to make it about herself. No, and she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I don't. And I think it. And when he calls her out on it, right. uh, uh, and and asks for explanation and stuff, she does not hide. Right. She comes clean immediately. Um. So we'll get to that when we get to that. But um, for now, she just says. I checked on them, and Loa was gone, and we rode immediately here. Right. And we looked everywhere, and she wasn't here. So that's that. Because she's also not, she knows that she's not going to get away with anything. Honor and Tame know what happened. They're not going to not tell their father. She also feels, as we learn later, a genuine sense of regret. I think so. She's not inhuman. I don't think she... Consider that she was going to be so affectionate towards his family or care much about them. But also, I don't think she thought it was going to get this out of fucking right. hand. No, she didn't. Nobody I mean, she, this she, get she didn't know like that this. there were going to be mm-hmm. literal vampires and literal death. Like, right. that wasn't, you know, you can write about the madness in a family and then you see it and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, what I am exploiting is not. For exploitation. Well, she was writing Edgar Allan Poe, and the situation is Arthur Machen. Yeah. It's just like she, yeah. Oh, madness in the family. No, no, demons. No, no, no. Yeah. Demons. Actual demons. Actual, straight up, real demons. Book of the evil. Uh, yeah. There's all this other there's stuff There's an ancient on. one. It's a whole right. situation. This is not what you thought it was to start with. So, what we have here... We've got the. It starts here. The the story itself before he brings Loa in, we actually get a another flashback, mm-hmm. and this show is really great with its flashbacks. I I've got to say, they're short, they're clear, they don't dwell on anything, mm-hmm. and they're meted out in a smart way. Unlike because we've just come off of unlike Lisey's story, which Lisey's did not story, use flashbacks the stand. well. Uh, the, yeah, that's true, these too. These really confusing interjections to the narrative. Yeah. Where you're not sure where you are in history, and you're supposed to draw it by context. And as I said about The Stand, had I not been familiar with the story, I would have been completely, completely at sea lost. in the new version. Because I had no idea what was going on a lot of the time. Yeah, no, I was only following along because we watched the mo- the, the other miniseries so mm-hmm. recently. And right. so recently was a year before, whatever yeah. it was. Um and whatever the flaws are in that miniseries, it was very clear and straightforward. Yes. Yes, it was. There wasn't any play in time, which is fine. So in this uh, prologue, we get some clarification on those scissors. Right. Uh, Stephen is looking for his daughter, who is hiding in her closet with, I believe, with the scissors there, but I'm not sure. And uh, he doesn't find her, although I don't think he's actually looking that hard because... It's not the door right. is cracked. Like yes. it just makes no sense. But I think she, nope. he's he may be playing a cat and mouse game with her. He, I don't. It's unclear. So he's calling for her, and he is already full on vampire at this mm. point. And she goes out 
he leaves her room and then she leaves her room very soon after, too soon after, if you're really legitimately afraid. She has the sewing scissors in her hand mm-hmm. and she goes out and uh, I'm trying to figure out I guess what he wants from her, what he's trying to get from her is the book because he can't hear it anymore. Right. And she's a living boon, so she's the link to it. And he's like, and she's like, "You're a gross corpse, and I don't want to have anything to do with you." And then she is set aside, set upon, then f- f- and frightened by Philip, who is also Philip fucking okay, full Stephen on vampire. Is kind of lead hued and creepy and gross. Philip is like. Going Nosferatu, he's become yeah. so gross. Yes, yes. Uh, and and I don't know if that he's been a vampire longer, uh, if he was older when they started. Maybe. It's uh, not a good look. It's it's unclear. But mm-hmm. yeah, he is um he looks he's not Jacob level desiccated, right. but he's he you can't he can't be walking around in the I mean, I just, he is walking around in the streets, but he shouldn't be walking I around. like the idea that oh you can live forever, you'll look like shit, but you'll be able to live forever as the most unattractive version of you. I don't get it. I like the midnight mass best version better. Right. That was that was a good idea. Um because why would anybody do this? And then she of course is she does he push her? No, no, he chases after her, and she appears to fall down the staircase, and then... Um, I thought Philip pushed her, but, uh, yeah, no, she falls down the staircase, sta- and sta- stabs, stabs right. in the neck, stab, stab, stab. Uh, and then I don't know why Philip... St- did Philip just stage his suicide hanging just um, so that he could be buried, so that he could continue his possibly. undead life? that's a clever idea. I mean... I mean, it, it's just, it's all, uh, provided, of course, that this woman, who we uh-huh. do go visit in this episode, Miss Clovis, is that her name? Miss Clo- uh, Clo- Cloris? Cloris? I think it's Cloris. Um, yeah, because it sounded like something Told else. the truth about what she Okay, found. here's the issue that I have with the writing on this show. Um, I, I'm really l- loving the show, but I'm, this, this is a complaint for me. There seems to be a point when nobody knows what's going on. Let's go back to Cloris. Right? Mm-hmm. And they just keep doing that. It's like she has all the answers and she's not telling, so you... you... I don't mind it because none of these uh-huh. people's... None of these people's, including the constable, is uh-huh. skilled at what you would call Anything? interrogation. Well, yeah, but it's just like there's one woman who knows everything, and so anytime we need some helpful exposition, we go running back to her. Because... because no, I understand, but She's still. the only one that was in the house. It's a real Dolores Claiborne situation. What's up, Stephen King? <laughs> the woman that takes care of the house fucking knows right. everything. Yeah. So we see that that cold open. So we knew we knew it wasn't an accident. I mean, it clearly accidents. No. Accident can be a woman's best friend. And then... It's time it's a vampire's best friend. Uh, he does bring Loa's house into the... Or body into the house. And, and now we're going to the present again now. Yes. And there are bite marks because that's all that happens. She dies. That's right. it. That's the end of it. So uh, there are bite marks in her neck. And he and Rebecca talk about... His meeting with Jacob the previous night. He doesn't know yet about her betrayal. And then we have a lovely scene, actually, uh, because we had seen how upset a burial made the kids. Right. They were like, that's gross and horrible. Put me in the sea. And so he has sewn Loa into a canvas bag which is what you do mm-hmm. with a seaman. And he rows out into the ocean with her. He hugs her, says he apologizes and says he loves her, and then he drops the bag over the side. Bloop. And it goes bloop, bloop, bloop into the sea. 
seemingly about 20 yards out. He should have rode a little well, further, I, but I think it's fine. He, he, well, it's he didn't like, know what was going to yes. happen, but it's fine. Yeah. And uh, then the kids, I believe, at that point, confront Rebecca with... Because they're going to have a little bit of blame on her. Loa mm-hmm. left because of you. Now, Loa did not leave because of him or because of her. Loa was pissed that Rebecca didn't like the affection that she was getting from mm-hmm. Dad. But I think, ultimately, Loa's main motivation was, I am crippled, and I'll never have a fulfilling life. And this, this my uncle Which, or my, my first cousin or whatever he is has... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has offered me... A cure. A cure. But that's the sort of... It, it goes along with being her age. Yes. Too. Which is... What? Never, I yeah. think maybe... I'm going to go with 12. I'm going to well, go with... 12 ultimately, last it's week. Be 12. It's 8 this week. That's the thing. She keeps getting younger. She's Although already Although with this one, she's not... She won't get any older, turns out. And so Rebecca says that what she's been working on was a story based on the, the kids' experiences. Uh-huh. She talks about... How she got a chance to do something she'd always wanted to do and then lost confidence that she could do it herself. And so she was appropriating the story of the Boone family mm. without their consent. Right. She apologizes to them. Um, I think her apology is actually really good. I'm like, hey, guys, <laughs> if you did something, this is a good apology. Like, uh, there's a lot of I statements uh, taking responsibility. Yeah. Some explanation, but in no way, like, sort of... Um, uh, There's no excuses. Excusing. Right. Yeah, excusing what, what what's going on. And she does straight up apologize. And uh, so she has that conversation with the children, and then later Charles confronts her. Mm-hmm. And um, she apologizes to him. Uh, she's like, I will go. And he's like... It's getting dark. You're going to stay here and you'll leave in the morning. Um, and then she says something offhanded, like, if there's anything else you want to take from me without my permission right. or whatever, like, it's real short. And she doesn't respond to that. She does start to cry, but she doesn't say anything back. Yeah. And she does take leave at that point. She but I'm like, look, yeah. he's grief stricken. And fucking pissed at you. And he's allowed to be both of those things. And you need to shut the fuck up and take it. That's and what she you does. Do. And it's a really well acted scene. It is. Both of them because are really a, good at it. There's a kind of attempt to approach going into a room and talking to him and then keeping out of the doorway. And you can tell that she's very aware of the fact that she's an outsider. And it makes it clear of the way that the scene is even staged. That she she can't approach him because of his grief. And it's shot in such a way that he's in like a medium close up yeah. and she's at a distance. Yes. Yeah. So she's like physically smaller in this scene, trying to approach him, but there's no good way to make an excuse for what she did. No, but she also, I will say it again, mm-hmm. didn't know how fucking bad yeah, well, it was going to be. Nobody And knew, genuinely right. does care for these right. people. It's not like she isn't, she isn't like a leech sucking on these no, people, no, no, like, no. or a vampire. There was no malice to what she did. Fears. Well, and she, and mm-hmm. I doubt very much that she would have, at this point, right. if she had not been found out, I don't think that she would send those pages off. No, I don't think so. I would like to think that I she think would. maybe down the road. Mm-hmm. Like five, ten years, maybe once right. dust had settled and whatever was going to happen, no one's going to happen. What she says anyhow. Uh, well, yeah, no, we've gotten right. to the point of was Mary Shelley even writing at this point? We haven't gotten to sci-fi yet, so yeah, these stories aren't gonna aren't gonna do it. Um, but once again, she does say she'll leave, but he's like, no, 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 it's getting dark, and Stephen. And Philip, we now know, both are alive. He said they are calling themselves vampires, and here's what it is. So I spoke to Jacob. He wants this book. And if I give him this book, he will remove this curse off of me and my kids. Right. Uh, If... 
if I don't, presumably, I'll go mad and kill them. And think, then they'll go mad. Do you think that, um, that he's being sincere? Do you believe anything that Jacob tells you? That he would remove the curse? Yeah. I don't know. And that's, I I want, that's what I want to talk to you about, actually. But yeah. I want to talk to you about it once we get mm-hmm. to the point where Philip comes back and, and, and talks to them. So over in Preacher's Corners, as Nightfall is happening, Mary has bite marks similar to Faith. Uh-huh. Um, and the minister... So the, it's weird because the, the 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 town people are all sort of intermingling now and kind of coming together and, and separating and coming together. So the constable goes and speaks, as we said, to Ms. Ms. Chloris. He goes to talk to her, leaving leaving the priest with Mary, who is still locked in the jail cell. Um, and the priest is like, well, I, I don't, I, I'm not a doctor. And the constable's like, so the thing that stopped Philip was the crucifix. Right. So you are the one that I am putting here need. with my, with my uh, wife. And uh, we also have a little, we, we have some weird conversations between Faith and the minister who goes from not believing what she said and basically like saying, I'm going to just stay with my wife because this woman is clearly, and Faith is clearly insane. And even though I love my baby and I care for this woman, I'm not leaving my wife for this person who has these delusions to then realizing that those weren't delusions. She was, in fact, telling the truth. And so maybe reconsidering his leaving with her, maybe not, to once he leaves the constable, he he prays with Mary. Uh, Mary does wake up while he's he's watching her, and they pray together, but she is uh, not... All together, all together. <laughs> how would you how would you describe her? So they pray together, and right. then she's saying, you know, she's talking. She knows about Jacob. She right. knows about the promise. She's warning Burroughs, the, the the minister, right. what's I th- coming. Think that it seems like she gets goes in and out. Like at times, yes. she seems sincerely able to connect with her husband and other things. And other times she's hearing the call of the wild, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she's out for the revels, and so it's hard to. Um, it's like he has enough of her actual personality to give him some sort of hope for a happy ending, but we know that once she's drunk his blood, there's she's not going to get uh, to be able to be free from him. She's his now, Jacob's. And so it, there's a kind of a tragedy to it because she's able to. I, I, I can't. I can't, um, I don't know if it's that she's doing that deliberately, like she is pretending to be better than she is, or if she genuinely is not in full control of her faculties anymore. Yeah, it's unclear, and it's unclear mm-hmm. how these, how this transition actually right. happens, right? Um, because we know he, Philip has drank from Mary, and Mary has drank from Philip, that's right. what we know. And, and as far as we know, Mary's human body has not died. So she's not a vampire. Right. She, But she is afflicted. <laughs> She's transitioning into vampire. Um, then uh, Burroughs does give Faith money to leave and says he'll follow her. Right. Faith and the baby are going to leave and he's going to follow her. And then he goes home to uh, his wife and his father-in-law straight kicking him up out of, the, out of his own house. Uh that little man, the little or his stepfather, who was the former preacher in this town, Alice's father, is a piece of shit who does say he should drag him into the street and beat him like a dog. And I'm like, I'd like to see you try. He's literally twice your fucking size and yeah. half your fucking age. But you do you, son. Like, what else? I, I actually really like the minister at this point. Yeah, um, Burroughs, yes. I was trying to find the exact quote. Uh, I can't. Uh, the, there was a movie that impressed me a western when I was a kid, Garden of Evil. Okay. And there's a a scene where Gary Cooper 
um, is able to run off. Uh, he plays cards with Richard Woodmark over who's going to stay and hold off the Apaches so the rest of the party can escape. And okay. Richard Woodmark cheats at cards, and so Gary Cooper's riding off with uh, the others and decides to go back. And he's like, well, somebody always stays back. Somebody everywhere all over the world. Someone's the one who stays back. And that always impressed me as a kid. Because it's like, somebody gets the job done everywhere. And I like the fact that the minister, who's up until this point, just been sort of weak and um, and kind of ineffectual in the face of his father-in-law and whoever else, and his wife, he's at this point actually doing something genuinely heroic. Yeah. And right now, he's the only, him and maybe the constable, I guess, are the only people doing things from the absolute right motivation. Because even Jacob, excuse me, not Jacob, even um, our hero. Charles. Moon. He, even Charles is... He's, he's only reacting. Reacting. But the minister here is the one taking the stand and going, no, I, have to, I can't leave my congregation right. behind. I can't yeah. leave them. This is ridiculous. I failed them and everything else. At this point, I there's not... Uh, they're going to die. Everyone's going to die. Everyone's going to die. And so... Unmitigated, mm -hmm. this is a death sentence on this, this entire town. This is a death of the entire town. It yeah. doesn't matter if they don't like me. It doesn't matter if they... I took a... I made a promise, and I took vows, and I broke all the rest of them, but I'm going right. to keep this one. Right. So I really like that. I like the fact that he's... Uh, we don't expect much of him, but he's the one doing things from an... And not a self-consciously heroic gesture either, just like, I'm going to stick to this one thing that I agreed to do. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so he, yeah, but he, for 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 it, he gets kicked out of his house. Yeah, well, when yeah. he goes to the, he goes to Rebecca's mom's, the the um, the hostel, the mm -hmm. B and B, whatever you want to call it, the rooming the rooming house. The I think is probably what they call it. Rooming, uh, yeah, rooming house. Uh, and she know. says Faith left a uh, half an hour ago, uh -huh. and he's just like, the look on his face is of. In course she did right. and he's like I'm not here for faith I'm here for a room because womp womp he has right. no home uh, meanwhile yes the constable has gone to Cloris Miss Cloris mm -hmm. we're going to fuck up her name terribly and she's like so uh, my bad I definitely they're definitely vampires <laughs> they're definitely undead right. I I stopped seeing them during the day at all. I saw them very infrequently and never during the day, right. I think is what she says. And um I, and she knows that they weren't alive people anymore. <laughs> she she couldn't I don't think she understood what they were. Um, she tried to quit. They wouldn't let her. Like, it was... She was right. locked into right. servitude for them in a, in a and way. And that's excusable in a way. You know, she's terrified. But she could These have... These are not creatures. Uh, yeah. And that's what's frustrating. Like I said, to me, it's just like, let's go to... Let's go to Miss Cloris. She has all the information. Right. And I'm like, if they were going to kill you, they'd already have killed you, probably. Also, what do you... How, you're cool with this whole town dying if you survive? Pro tip, yeah, bitch, you're not, not going to survive. They're no. going to kill you, too. Right. When everyone goes, you're going to be part of everyone. That's how right. that's going to work. So you bought yourself six months and killed everyone else? Cool. You've done it. Good job. you have a great six months looking over your shoulder. And uh, at that point, the constable realizes that Mary is transforming into a vampire and so she to put her out of her misery like a fucking idiot because he doesn't know how doesn't things work he does in fact suffocate her which yes. does in fact make her a Simply full ass accelerate the process vampire. Yes. yes um i'll put this fire out with this candy can of gasoline meanwhile mm -hmm. faith is riding out of town uh, in a carriage or, an, uh, or on a wagon with somebody. Right. And uh, there's a broken down wagon in front of them and she implores the driver to go around and he's like, but they might need help. And of course, 
They don't need help. They're the promised. And oh no, that stupid no. bitch with her apple is there. And Faith is just like, do whatever you want to me, but please don't hurt the baby. Hurt the, my baby. And she makes her give the 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 apple woman makes Faith give her her baby. Her baby. We see that baby with no eyes and little flippers, and and the the woman just is like, you want this thing to live? And Faith just starts crying, at which point they attack Faith. Faith no more. And then we just hear the baby crying. Like Julius Caesar, they just stab her to death. Everyone there, gets uh, there is a lot of stabbing. Now, there this is, is, this is a the bonkers ass amount of stabbing. That got me, okay. Um, well, we're losing Faith. Uh, she falls down and she's getting stabbed repeatedly and they're not the knife is going into her the way a knife goes into a literally like um, what's that stuff that a potato sack is made out of oh burlap like a burlap sack full of um, straw Mm -hmm. there's like no give to it well but the other thing that, that was killing me was that the one guy who's stabbing her, and unfortunately it's in close-up, seems to be stabbing her in the exact same spot repeatedly. Over and over and over again. Like, but with no, like I said, there's like no resistance when right. the knife goes. I'm just like, okay. How sharp are those knives? Okay. Very um, fucking right sharp. Right through her apparently. clothes, through her eight layers of clothes. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, it just, it was not well done. Yeah. So that night, uh, we have we see the constable sitting uh, next to his wife, who is laid out on a bed. Mm-hmm. I'm put real big air quotes here, dead. All right. And he is fixing to pull the trigger on his gun as it is in his mouth, i.e., commits suicide. Oh, when all accent. of a sudden, if there's a trigger for suicide for you, be careful with this show. There's hangings. There's yeah. There's a lot there's of a there's lot a lot of, of death. Suicide. Y'all, it's a gothic horror that's set in 1850. There's yeah. a lot of death. And uh, as he has that gun in his mouth, Mary does sit up in bed, full on vampire, and comes at him. Womp womp. And then. We're back at Chapel Wait, and that's where we're going to end end this episode, I believe, at Chapel Wait, and which is uh, fitting since that's the name of the show. We should be at Chapel Wait, and they are upstairs, and they have barricaded doors, and there are guns. Everybody's got a gun except the child. The youngest child, I do not believe, has a gun. But Charles and Honor both have a gun, and there is also a rifle there. And they hear knocking, I think. Yeah. And then it's Loa's voice. And Loa, like a monkey's paw daughter, <laughs> has come back from the There's dead. an element of that to the scene where uh, Payne is telling them, don't open the door. Like don't don't do it. Don't, do don't. It. we don't don't, open don't, the door. don't and of course they open the door. And Charles says you know, page. Charles says, Rebecca, grab that gun. I do really like the and it's I think it's realistic to the time. Uh, there is no question that these women know how to use these firearms. Right. There's no we couldn't possibly let the ladies have the guns. Nah, these bitches grab that gun and do not let anybody through this door. Uh Charles goes and follows Loa out. And um of course. Oh, and and she basically takes him to the barn. They're in the barn. And he she points that out that she does not need a brace anymore. Right. And she um then Stephen and Philip show up. And she goes with them and is sided with them against her father and the living. (laughs) Well, yes, she's... And Stephen and Philip implore Charles to give them the book. The Vermis Mysterious. They want the book. If you give... they, They say to him, if you give Jacob the book, he'll just kill you. If you give us the book... We can save you and everybody. You'll live forever. Basically, it's 
give him the book and die. Give us the book and be a vampire. Right. Those are your choices. Some what do you choices. do? What would you do? I'm curious. I think I find the book and destroy it. Good idea. I think that's what I do. I don't think either of these two motherfuckers. I don't think I these. Don't, the, my yeah. th- you killed my daughter. You're you can eat a pile of dick. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-mm. That's a child who was easily manipulated. Right. By the promise of not having a a fucked up leg. Um, I don't think honor would have fallen for it. They went for the the one right. they could get. Right. Unfortunately. Uh, so fuck you all day long. And also, I don't want to be a vampire. Not this kind of vampire. No, 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 no. You want to be a probably, sparkle vampire. Probably no kind of vampire, realistically. I don't like the idea of feeding on human beings. Um, but not this kind of vampire, particularly. Right, this isn't even the sexy no, Kate Beckinsdale vampire. I want to be hot. If I'm going to be a vampire, yeah. I want to be hot. If it's just this body forever, no thanks. <laughs> It's not, no, it's not, no, 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 no. Uh, but I also don't fucking bring that shit to Jacob because he's fixing to end the world. No, thank well, you. I, wanted to be a vampire, I don't want to bring the forever darkness right. I also. Would, I would want to be the Christopher Lee vampire. I want to be tall and domineering and bring all the girls to the yard. Bring all the we girls We just recently to the saw yard. Horror of Dracula. We did. And it's an impressive performance. Like that switch he flips to be this absolutely ferocious creature and then just. Really, really calm. That was a hell of a performance. Yeah, I guess it, that impressed me too early to where, you know, Robert Pattinson doesn't. Um, but I think given the situation, um, I'm curious about a couple of things. When did he start feeling the pull? Well, first of all, the hallucinations about the worm seem to start at his house. Uh, yeah, it seems to start and when he so got there. It seems to be regional, and if he just packs his family and moves out of the woods, through the woods, well, don't take the fucking road, because we find out what happened regional, to you. regional? Know. Because his dad clearly had something wrong with him, too. Right. Um, his I don't dad know, clearly had a madness. He didn't start having those issues until he went into the house. As far as we know. So it could be that they're lying to him that this is a curse, and this could just be their influence on him. I don't trust them. I don't trust Jacob because Jacob wants... Jacob's, Jacob literally wants Jacob to open the, a hole in the world and bring back the darkness the before Antichrist, God. Yeah, okay? no, he's it's not, not... There's nothing about what he does no. will end everyone. Yeah. And what these two ask... Yeah, you'll will, be sane for two right. days and then the world will be over. Like, no, that's okay. Well, like, <laughs> like, that's what I want. And, yeah, you know, I understand comparative religion, but the big worm is not for me. Um, yeah, no, that's not going to be my guy. And so not my president. Right. Well, there's such a similarity. But um, what I would, I think in my case, I agree with you, destroy the book, but try to get my family out of there. And Abel. Yeah. Abel's still with Jacob. That's yes. going to be a problem. And right. I feel like I want to try and save him. I would try to take Jacob out, for heaven's sakes. I mean, yeah. they're not, the, the issue that Jacob has... Where is, is he? Where he is has, he during the day? Right. He has we a still don't know, though. Is a thing. He does. And... Uh, but I, you'd think I wouldn't want to hit that bitch in the face with a shovel. I want to hit her in the face with a shovel. <gasps> the yeah. apple lady is the apple bitch to whom I am referring. Um, but his family, Stephen, and what was the other... Philip. Stephen and Philip, good lord, you sound like disciples. Uh, those two, which is interesting. That's an interesting. They're assholes. Out. They are disciples of something. And evil. I have enough animosity yeah. with my family to be like, fuck them. Oh, your family? Are you kidding? You know I'm my just family? saying. Yes. Yeah, it's like yes, I have no love for them. But I think that in that case, those two, I do not trust them at all. Obviously, they just murder people so they can manipulate them. Right. And so I don't know which who is more manipulative, Jacob or those two. And they were feeding mm-hmm. on... Look who Philip was, has been feeding... Philip and or Stephen. Oh, mm-hmm. it was Stephen that, that fed on that young girl. Right. Yeah. Like, that's who your prey is? Gross. Yeah, so I think <sighs> that with those two... Um, I, I don't know. Destroying the book would bring them all in if you can get the kids out. I don't know if the book is destroyable. Right. I think you got to fight that. I think step well, one has to be getting your hands on it. We will unless we try. Uh, fair enough. Um, and, then, and at yeah. the end of this book, 
uh, Loa, Stephen, and Philip, uh, or at the end of this episode, right. Loa, Stephen, and Philip disappear into the darkness, at which point we pull back, and instead of hay in mm-hmm. this loft, worms. Well, worms. Uh, Piles of worms. I, I just, my thing is also, looking at the situation, the book can be defiled in some way, because they seem to take it very seriously that Stephen wrote his name in it. That's true. So maybe I just write my name over all the pages. James. Or James, I'm sorry. James wrote, that, wrote his name in it. We're unclear if Stephen or Philip has. That's probably what they did to get where they are or right. how they are. But it's yeah, unclear. If it can in some way be destroyed, and then it would, because the only, you don't really have a bargaining chip. If they want to kill you at any time, either one of these two groups can kill you. Absolutely. So the only thing you can do is be more aggressive. Find the book, try to destroy it, and try to destroy them. Yeah, he needs an offensive. Number one, don't bring the old gods back, for God's sakes. No, that's never a good idea. Nobody wants that. So you have to prevent that from happening at all costs. Yeah, what do I do? I I tear it apart. I give each of them a piece of it. Right. And then I destroy most of it. Yeah. So... You know, I don't know how... how if you can't destroy the book... Are they take, like demons where you have to make your deals with them very explicitly careful? Or like, I mean, I'm thinking about Supernatural and shit well, like I that. Like, oh, Supernatural, huh? I, I was uh, thinking Harry Potter. Stab it with a basilisk tooth. Sta- also that. But, um, yeah, if it doesn't respond to burning, you take it out somewhere and drop it with a rock attached to it or a lead weight. You take the pages out individually and send them all over the globe. There's so yeah, many ways. Yeah, things like that. That's what I think of, of doing. Is sending then, it everywhere. Yeah. Then you have people traveling. You know, just send it random places, yeah. buried underneath churches. Our twelve fastest shifts right. ships sent in twelve different directions. You know, sailors. So, but yeah, either that, take it out in the middle of the ocean and drop it, or, like I said, bury it underneath churches and bury it in yeah. hollowed ground at places where they won't go. Yeah. And then now the the problem, of yeah. course, is. You're going to go mad, and your kids are going to go mad. But maybe, at this point, the Boone family line just needs to stop. And that sucks that you have to do that because James was a dickhead. But, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but and this is the the issue that I had, spoiler, for Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Which was a real big problem with me is... To have the stoner kid decide the fate of the human race just because he doesn't want to participate in this game. And well, it wasn't just because of that. But at the same time, if you know that your death ensures the life of all life, then you make a decision. It's it's and it's I remember talking to my friend James about this well, at work. He's not a he's not Jesus for right, a reason, exactly. Lemuel. And the, like... my point is and I was talking to James about that, and I said, I think it's a condition of the way that I was going. The central figure in my education, religious education, was a person who will give themselves up for everything if it means saving everybody. Right. And so the idea that somebody wouldn't do that is just kind of horrifying. But the problem, too, is Mm. so Christ gives himself up in a scheme engineered by God. That's the stoner kid would have given up himself up in a scheme engineered by Bradley motherfucking Whitford and Richard Jenkins, and I'm gonna agree with a that's a little bullshit. At the same time, so everyone on Earth dies because I'm I am a I'm a rebirth person. At a certain, it's the same way I feel about the United fucking States right now. Uh, yeah, this shit needs to be destroyed so something new can come because we've done fucked it up so badly that yeah. I don't know that there's a way to not just have it reborn I, I, from fire. I understand that because I was having that same discussion the other day. It's like I don't, I don't know what to do at this point. Yeah, it's gone so far off the rails, and there's no clear sign that it's going to stop. And and put into uh-huh. the position of the stoner kid in Cabin of the Woods, I do, I legitimately don't know what I would do. Yeah, I, I, I can yes. see. Both of them being Yeah, because my thing would be, given... And it was funny discussing it with him, because he's like, well, you don't think the person has autonomy to make the decision not to sacrifice their lives? And I'm going, but if I knew that my kid and my friends and, you know... They didn't have kids. No, no, I'm saying for I my know, kids. But if you've I know, but you've got to keep... But you've got to keep in mind to who they also, were, too. The other issue that I have with that is the 
white entitled stoner kid who gets to make sure. a decision. Yeah. And that was the other thing that bothered me like so it's like that's who we leave in the hands of this guy, you know, who's basically muddling through. That's the one who so that was another issue I have with that film, which I really enjoy up until that point. Yeah, no, I like it. I like that they made the hard decision. Because mm-hmm. I think the other decision's the easy decision for a film or any right. any narrative. Because it's a decision that we're familiar with right. and comfortable with. Well, of course you would you would sacrifice yourself. Right. Because that's what that's what we ideally would do. I like that the filmmakers went in a different way with that. Hey, we're doing a totally weird spin It's also Gary Cooper. Somewhere, someone takes responsibility everywhere in the world every day. And so it just seemed to me like, ugh. And so I can see from this story that also that thing is, if your family is the one who takes the hit, that's the horrible part because it's your family. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, send them back to the islands. Send them, you know... Just try to get them far away, see if maybe it can't reach them there. It breaks, it, yes. Right. Separate yourself from the kids, you mean, and, and hope right. that the kids can heal. But if what's-her-name really wants to be a great person, Rebecca? Take them. It? Yeah. Yeah, just take them on the first whaling ship out of Nantucket, take them all the way the hell back to another country, take them Japan. back to Japan, yeah. take them back to whatever. They have their own gods there, no big worms. Um, but the thing is, take them somewhere and then just go, I'm sorry, Abel. <laughs> I believe that they have made le- left breadcrumbs that he had started having some issues. Uh-huh. Because I believe that that's what we were supposed to get from some of the conversations we saw with him and his wife. Right. So it it's going to come for them. Whatever this is, it's going to come for them. Mm-hmm. Unless he can do enough damage. Right. But we don't even know if this this madness is coming from the book, from Jacob, from f- the f- other members of right. his family sending it down the family line, however that works. We don't know. We don't know. So, but yeah, I think get the kids out of there and destroy the book is... Yep. It, and try and get able. But just out. don't take the road. No, we don't take the road. Don't take the road because apparently there's vampires in the road, so... Not vampires. Oh, that's right. They were promised. But man, take out as many of those motherfuckers as you can. I just think that it's time for a big kung fu fight. They need to go. Kung fu. Shovels to the fucking face. Right. (laughs) Do you find this pleasurable? Cuff whack. (laughs) This is a form of pain. I don't like that girl with her apples. She makes me upset. I think that she's doing a great job, though, because this... this Well, I mean, clearly, because I have a feeling about her, so... I think that that's it. It's, you know, um, Christopher Lee talked about when he was in school doing performances with Patrick McDee. They went Mm -hmm. to the same school together, which is hysterical when you think about it. And he noticed that when he was... They were doing Shakespeare... Uh-huh. And he was doing, uh, I think it was Henry V, maybe? And Patrick Whitney, I believe, was playing Henry, good king, Prince Hal. And um, he was playing one of the French villains, and he did all his parts in French because he's Christopher Lee. And he goes, I noticed that people kept booing him every time he came along. And there was a lot of applause at the end, but there was applause for how good the villain was. And he's like, ha <laughs> there's a direction I could go in with this. Right. And so if you create a really memorable villain, um, it can go a long way. And I think that she is the other villains in this story, Jacob and Stephen and uh, Philip, are so inhuman that just having somebody who's just nasty and mean actually gets to you somehow on some I level. also have to say Alice is a little bit of a villain. I understand that your husband was unfaithful to you, but I, 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 the fact that you cowed to that woman, to that dude. You know, right. If your whole purpose is basically just to do what your dad tells you, and, yeah. my dad and your dad's a piece pass, of shit. Right. Yeah. It's just like, I can, I can go, all right, then I think I can see how this happened. Um... Anyhow, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm really appreciating this story. It's 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 an adventure story as well, and I think that as we saw with um, Doctor Sleep, and uh, I'll watch that again. Also with um, the Outsider, 
Stephen King seems to be very happy with staging all-out Western gunfights. <laughs> that you weren't, you know, I didn't expect that in either of those films. But yes, it went there. It went to an all, all-out shootout in the woods, and. I'm hoping that something similar happens and we can clear out the, the town of vampires. That, that, yeah, we need a Western scene. Being that Kung Fu is unlikely. Yes, indeed. All right, so next week we're going to watch episode seven. So we're, we're into the back half of this thing now. Uh-huh. And uh, it is called Divermis Mysterious. Divermis Mysterious. So that is what we're, we're going to maybe Divermis. find the book. Mm. Seems like we should find the book. I, I'm, I'm hoping we we do, and maybe they'll listen to our advice. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Before we get there, do you have anything you'd like to recommend? Um, I don't have anything this week because I really didn't get to get out much or do things. I've been making plans and, and packing and, and stuff like that, so I really haven't had a chance. Um, I've been indulging in a lot of my favorite things, listening to like the Magnus Archives, and I still have to listen to the finale. I have 20 uh, minutes of that show left, and I haven't did listened I tell you, to it. I had a coworker who refused to watch the last episode of Lost, but saw every episode until that last episode. To be fair, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good show to just not watch the last episode. Well, no, the, the, I didn't hate the end of Lost, yeah. but a lot of people fucking did. And if I loved that show and mm-hmm. heard the way that people responded to the last one, I might just be like, you know what? I don't need to watch it. But you watch every last episode until that one. That just I seems... have a friend uh-huh. okay. who, whose highest bowling score was 299. And he will still bowl. And if I rolled a 299, which, let me just tell you if you don't know, is 11 strikes and on the last frame is a 9-pin knockdown... <laughs> Fuck bowling forever. <laughs> and also, I'm all tough cocktail every bowling alley yeah. I walk by. So, and people sort of have like different levels of... Explodes behind you. That's right. People have different levels of what they can <laughs> put up with. Right. With. I, I don't know. That just seemed to me like, are you mentally ill? Like, what was the point of this? I would I I I actually absolutely especially with mm-hmm. Lost because that was such a polarizing final thing. Right. And if I just want to keep the thing that I loved, the thing that I loved, right. I don't need to see the end I, of it. I saw I have a dear 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 friend who I made the mistake of mentioning to her how I met your mother and how I kind of bailed near the end because I didn't like I, I was beginning to lose the thread. The of that end of that the last episode of that show is cool. I had it was hot. No idea garbage. how strongly she felt about this. I really was flinching, like, are you gonna hit me? Because I probably because she just had such well developed and cogent arguments for why this was the worst ending of a television show ever. It 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 was yeah. No, she's not wrong. And I and didn't she, love that uh, show. I found Ted Mosby to be the fucking worst. Well, I, I have to <laughs> so, admit that I was enjoying it. I liked pieces of it. And I, I liked, liked certain characters. Allison I Hannigan, really, I liked... The Allison Hannigan, Jason um, Segel right, couple, I liked couple very I liked. much. Um, I liked what Neil Patrick Harris was doing a lot of the time. I liked what Robin was doing a lot right. of the time. The Colby main, Smulders, right? Yes. The who's mi- really funny. Who's great. And is great in the uh, Marvel stuff. Um... The main character of that show, I fucking hated. And I'm just like, the whole time, I'm like, you're gonna fucking end up with Robin. What are we fucking doing? But she's Aunt Robin, so who do we have to fucking kill so you can get to where you're supposed to go? This is so shitty. And the person that they got is a person I genuinely really like. And I was like... I would rather have watched her. I would rather have watched her for this entire series. Well, that, <laughs> like part of her complaint, she had these really interesting analyses of each of the characters. Wow! And how really got in there? Oh, really... she did. It just like it meant a lot to her about <laughs> how the misrepresentation of certain characters, how they suddenly change and do things out of character, it destroys their story arcs. Yeah, they, they could have like, used in that show. But, uh, people of color. Well, there we go. <laughs> That's another issue I have with that show. Like, 
another but just show where everybody's fucking She just wife. felt like there were points when Barney, where other characters were maturing and, and growing, and then you had this ending um, where okay. it's like, uh, what do you call it? She, uh, she said the biggest issue was you introduce us to this character who's very endearing, and then you kill her off before the end of the episode. Literally immediately. She just dies. I met her. Uh, we got married and fell in love, and then she had you guys, and then she died. And now right. I'm with Robin, because... And all of this, then, instead of becoming this love story that stretched on for all these seasons, it becomes an apology for why he's about to make a decision that's unpopular. And the whole time, mm-hmm. he's telling this to his children. Right. And some of those episodes, you're like, he's telling this. Right. To his children. Yeah. This is child abuse. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? It was, uh, yeah. I, anyhow, but the point was, uh, there's some people who de- have developed really strong feelings about particular programs, and and that was one of them that I personally got to see. I I don't know. I, I, I guess I can say, I, I advised somebody last week not to watch the final season of True Blood. Oh, really? Oh, True Blood's final season does take a, Just a, a sharp hell. left turn. <laughs> I mean, you start killing off major characters without so rhyme or reason. So you can watch a thing right, and love guess, a thing and not take part in the whole thing. Right. You know, people love The Simpsons. Most of those Why? people don't still watch The right. Simpsons. Exactly. You know, they're, they, at a certain point, you're like, oh, I got it. Well, yeah. You've I mean, made... A good thing, and now this is just right. superfluous nonsense. After a certain point, it just got kind of mean spirited, and yeah, it was very weird. Anyhow, did you have something that you saw this week? Did you get to fit something in? Um, my memory is garbage, and I'm trying to think. I think what I will recommend this week is a show on Netflix called School. Of chocolate, which you were okay. watching with us oh, yes, yesterday, is. and uh, or uh, was it yesterday? Anyways, uh, and I'm not done with it, but it is a reality competition show. They're making chocolate stuff, pastries, and chocolate and show pieces. Really elaborate chocolate show, show pieces. And I love a chocolate uh-huh. show piece. Like I, I love a chocolate show piece. I love watching them be made. Right. I love seeing what they how how what what that artistry can do. Right. I think it's and this cool is not, as hell. This is not Duff making a cake that no one can eat. This is not, you know, the Halloween food, whatever, the Food Network show. No, it's not. They're just things that you would never want to put in your mouth. It's like shoe those polish and, are th- none of and those, bicarbonate you, of soda or something. It's none like, of that is what they do. It's, it's totally what they it's do. It's not what they, they do. Just, you know, ox blood. Incorrect. That's a color. Intestine. Not a thing. Um, but it, it just feels like this, on other, the other hand, this, this gigantic octopus attacking a lighthouse was the most impressive thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yes. The, the mean, guy that yeah. they have running this thing, the artistry that he does, and I've been watching his stuff on, on YouTube and various TikToks and things for a long, long time. He's... In it was incredibly talented. It looked talented. like a scene from a Harryhausen movie. It yeah. really did. The, just the, the sort of vividness of the octopus, and the, yeah, it was really amazing. So yeah, yeah, I have to say that was that was an interesting show. Yeah. At so, some point, they're going to make a pterodactyl. I'm really. I'm still to not quite sure the format of the show. Mm-hmm. Like it's, they're not sending people home, um, but he is, I guess, grading people through this thing, and is going to. There's going to be a winner, and they're going to win a bunch of money. So that's good because okay. the pay, being a pastry chef is fucking hard and demanding and does not fucking pay very well. So uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting show. I like it so far. Also, we did just finish uh, All the Glitters on HBO Max, which is a reality competition show where they make jewelry. Also very good. So those are the things. Those are the things that I watch. I'm pretty sure there's other things, but that is what I can recall. And so that is what I will tell you. And until next week, I uh, you can reach out to us at latecomerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at latecomerspod. Or you can find us on Facebook by searching for Latecomers Podcast in the search bar. 
I would like to remind you to take your medicine, including, but not limited to flu shots and vaccinations. And we remind you better Better late late than than never. never. Yay.